Sokka's dream. And it's yeah, like well, she put them on her head and she started flying away too. There's also the time when she takes them off and it freaks Geo. Yeah. <laughs> there's always that. Oh yeah, she's like... Uh, it's, it's just always funny. It, it, one thing this show does very well is the background humor. Like you'll have like um, something, the main like whatever's going on, but then there's like some, like there's a point where Chio and Osaka are talking, and then you just all of a sudden see Miss Sagaki in the background with the cat that hates her, like stuck to her hand, flailing around in the <laughs> background. And it's always like okay. Yeah, there really was a lot of funny elements to the show. Mm. It definitely. Um... It flows very quick too. Like. It, yeah. Because every episode is basically just kind of like it's a another day in school. What stupid thing's gonna happen today? Yeah. Or like I love how like it over. Hey guys, I'm Bill, also known as the Barbecue Games on Instagram. And I'm Alex, his sister, who brings only chaos. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast, a mostly video game-centered podcast. But half the time, we just talk about anime. And that collecting thing, well, that's mostly just an implication at best. So come along and enjoy us on this adventure. As we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? I've been... I've been good. <laughs> I forget what happened this week. Um, it's been well. It's been two weeks because we've yeah. Uh, we didn't record last oh, week. It's been two weeks. Yeah, because we didn't record last week because of uh, stuff we'll talk about at a later date. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's yeah. been it's been a bit. Most like, mostly working, getting through this some summer. We're getting into summer yeah, now. Yeah, it's getting hot getting sweaty but you have like your ac in where you're at work which yeah. is nice i'm still I'm, hot though it's partially for me it is getting warmer but i feel like in all honesty summer's probably gonna be over in like a month so <laughs> it the really speed will. it's going probably the speed is going yeah i feel like it's only getting faster work's been i mean we're already into july i mean granted when this episode comes out summer probably already will be over but yeah no that's actually funny it's july right now it's fourth of july weekend so we get a long weekend but but yeah other than that it's been fun i mean last week we had fun at a deli that that was was this deli that's like up the street well i've been to it before um and we found it, and it's like the food is so good. But the way the layout of the restaurant, because it's it's weird. It's like half deli, half restaurant. Yeah. Um, and we've never actually eaten at the restaurant itself. We usually just go to the um, go to the deli. Go to the, we do an order out. But the way it's laid out, it's kind of like there's no designated like waiting area, so everyone just yeah. kind of piles it's in kinda, there. And like the waiting area is by the takeout area. Too. Yeah. So you're just like. So it's like, if it gets really slammed, all of a sudden there'll be like tons of people piled up. So you'll be trying to not be in the way, and all of a sudden you'll see people forming lines behind you, and you're like, we're not, we're not in the line. We're not in line. The, there's no line. Order. It's a mob. Be yeah. Free. It was really... Thank God the food was good. And guess what I have? And she's got her cat, because she loves her cat. She jumped up, and now I have her. She looks she annoyed. I mean, she's not really fighting to get away or anything. Yeah. You know, Bill's been spending a lot of time with Tillard. She wakes him up sometimes, right? She wakes yeah. me up all the time. <laughs> it was it was funny. Our mom was here yesterday, and 
she a while back I think I told the story about how she drooled in my eye and she drooled on hey no 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 scratching couch she uh she drooled on my mom's face too <laughs> she's so freaking weird uh, oh, she's a cat nope she's my baby um yeah but other than that um did they hear that what do you that's a cat um she's angry so what are you drinking Right now, oh yeah, right now, I also, I don't know why, but recently, I have a Sprite addiction. I can't help drinking it. So I have a Sprite with zero sugar, one of those, like, mini cans, where it's not, like, a full-on can, but it's a mini can, because I have a problem. Help. And I'm drinking a sparkling ice fruit punch, because... Fruit punch! Yeah. <laughs> that just because. I just punched him. Assault. Shit. <laughs> but anyways. Punch! <laughs> so, the episode, today's... Punch, but you might not punch me. That was for Herbie yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we saw we saw the love bug drive by yesterday. That was funny. Yeah, and I just kept screaming, Lindsay! <laughs> Lindsay! <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> it was great. It was a classic. If you love Herbie fully loaded, it's the best one ever. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> the only one you've seen. No, I've seen the other one. We watched them as kids. Sure we did. Yeah, we did. Anyways. Anyways, we have a topic for today. What is it again? So, we're returning to Alex's Alex's baby, Anime Swap. Oh, shit. We're doing that one <laughs> yeah. first? Oh, whoops. <laughs> I thought we were doing a different one first. <laughs> it's so much her baby, she doesn't even remember yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, what's your new one? Yeah, no, no, I know. Oh, Jesus. It's like a midday. Anyways, Anime Swap! Yeah, so I guess as with the previous episodes, the whole idea behind Anime Swap is we both will suggest a show and we will... So in the past, we've actually done... We've watched either, like, movies or we've done, like, maybe, like... A couple episodes. Five or six episodes of a series and then we've gone from there. Uh, For this one, though, we decided to change it up and we did full series or season, anyways, for... Yeah. For how it was. So our swap this time is going to be, I offered, uh, my suggestion to watch was Azamanga <laughs> Dayo, the yep. entire series, and Alex's suggestion was, The Rising of the Shield Hero, <laughs> season one, because season one. The, thing, the fun part about anime swap is, they don't have to be the same show, no. like a similar style. They can style. be completely different. They can be completely unrelated. They don't even have to be close in tone. Yeah. Like Comey and Hunter Hunter. Yeah. yeah. That one was pretty interesting. I don't think any of ours have really been close in tone yeah. at all. I don't know. Um, one Piece and Inuyasha is not No, close I'm not at talking all. about that one. I'm talking about Naruto and My Hero. They were similar. I, yeah, I guess that was the most similar. That's the only one, though. Yeah. How many of these have we done? This is number five. Five? Yeah. What are the other ones we did? One Piece and Inuyasha. Yes. Dragon Ball and Mob Psycho. Oh, that's the one I was thinking, Dragon Ball. Okay. Yep. But anyways, so this one we decided to do full... So we did all of Azamanga Dayo and the first season of Rising of the Shield Shield Hero. So around 20... So Azamanga Dayo was 26 episodes. Rising of the Shield Hero was... I think it was 25. 25 or or something. Yeah, so a similar amount of episodes, but we did the full series this time. So rather than giving, I guess, a full summary, I guess will explain kind of the show's basic premise and some yep. of the major things. So I guess 
we first thing we did the first thing we watched was Azumanga Daio. Yes. And American, American. Yeah. So Azumanga Daio is a fascinating show because it's not an easy show to explain. It's Seinfeld. It's but yeah. If it was anime. In, in a in a kind of a way, it's basically Seinfeld the anime, where it's literally an anime about nothing. There's really no flowing plot no. besides. So the that show they're in high school yeah. and that they graduate eventually. So the show revolves around six high school girls in a in a ran, in like a random Japanese high school. Yep. Um and basically the wacky escapades they get into on a daily basis. Yeah. With their two teachers because there's only two teachers that matter in the school. Three. Oh yeah, yeah, three. The two two female teachers and then the third male teacher that's like the only prominent male in the show. Yep. Um unless you count the father cat, but um <laughs> <laughs> And basically the wacky escapades that happen every day. And each each character has, like, their own distinct kind of personality. Like, you got the hype, the hyper-psycho one. You got the token, like, child that's been moved up because she's smarter than everyone else. With pigtails. Yeah. Uh, you got the... Are um, they connected to her head? Who knows? It depends on the episode. Yep. Um, the, the, one, the one that's kind of just average and doesn't really give a shit about anything around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the super athletic one the the spacey one yep and then the awkward uh tall one yes awkward tall pretty one yes and each one has their own distinct character ticks uh not so they they all kind of go through their own weird developments throughout the show mm. like the um the the most prominent two are probably uh Chio, the young, the the younger one, Chio. who's kind of like the main character, if there was a main character, but mm. there also she also really there is no main character. Yeah. And then there's Miss Sagaki, who is the the tall, um, awkward, quiet one. Yep. Because um, her whole entire who plot, cats. yeah, her whole plot line is she loves cats. And cats don't love her. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the, most of the cats do not love her except for the one that does. At the very end. And it kind of it's funny because. Every episode kind of starts with they're having a different day in school, and it's some sort of thing going on. Like, there might be, like, a uh, an athletic event or, like, uh, the school culture festival or the the ongoing um, summer school trips to the um, Chio's <laughs> Beach House with yep. <laughs> with um, Miss Yukari uh, Can't Drive. Yep, and it traumatized poor Chio. <laughs> yeah. And Osaka, but you don't feel as bad for well, Osaka because Osaka... she's... Osaka. Osaka. So her name isn't actually Osaka. I, I don't even remember what her name is. I don't remember. She, the, they only say it like twice yeah. in the show. It, isn't it at the graduation they say her name and they say Osaka? No, no, that's during the, um, they're announcing the class, who's going to be in their classes for next year. Yep. And she couldn't find her name on the list because the teachers just wrote Osaka. <laughs> but her whole gimmick is she's from Osaka. And, and they gave her like this Southern Belle accent, accent like yeah. for the dub. I will say the ADV dub is very well done, mm. especially for like an early two thousands like dub. Yeah, no, um, for the time it had good voice acting. Especially for a show that, in all honesty, really probably was a challenge to dub, yeah. just because of its super outlandish like concept. And they probably had no idea how it was going to perform. Mm. You know. Well, because the show's a pure comedy, and it like a lot of it's based around just like cultural references and jokes. Mm. Like the classic, there's an American among us, which is one giant boob joke. Yep. <laughs> there's an American. There's an American among us. <laughs> but there's also points in this show where it gets really fucking weird. Oh, yeah, like the dream episode. Yeah, the episode when they're all going through, like, different dreams, and we get to go see Chio's family with her father, the father cat. Father cat. Who, voiced, who's voiced is by... Is uh, her father, 
or we, is she is he not her father? We don't know. We don't we'll never know. know. And we'll never know. And you know, I'm okay with not knowing as long as he doesn't appear in my life again. Yeah. <laughs> Did not Father Jack gives me the creeps for some reason. He's also voiced by uh, uh Beerus, which is funny. Oh yeah. Cats. And then there's the teacher, the creepy teacher, because it's there is male characters, but they're all the worst. They, they're irrelevant. They don't have anything to do with the plot. But um, there's the male teacher who comes off as a massive creep. Yeah. Because he's always creeping on the girls during like the swimming, and everything else. But it's funny because then like whenever you don't see him as a um, when you see him outside of work, he's like out in the park cleaning up trash or he's like donating to charity. Yeah. Or he has like a pretty wife and family. His, yeah, his his wife and, and child who are completely oblivious to the fact that he's a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 just a weird contrast. Yeah. And then, like, you get, like, these weird, like, spotlight episodes where, like, each character has, like, a weird, like, gimmick where, like, there's suddenly better. Like, the athletic episodes where it's, like, it's shown that Miss Sagaki's, like, the best runner in the school, but she doesn't try. Yeah. She just is. Because she just wants to be friends with cats. <laughs> or or when they uh, they did the three-legged race and they made uh, Chio and Osaka partners. Yeah. And they immediately face-plant into the ground. <laughs> Oh, and then the next time they did Miss Sagaki did it with the girl who's like in love. Yandere oh yeah, the one that's the one that's just straight up a lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't it's, hide it at all. Like well, there's straight it's up. It's funny because like one of the things you were like, I didn't notice that before. It's like yeah, no, because when I watched the show, I was a child, so I didn't understand the whole rainbow flying yeah, through the air. Like rainbow. And like, I mean, nothing, nothing against it. Like every, do what you want to do. I just think it's funny how like on the nose it was. Yeah. Like well, it was like whoa. Okay. Well, it's funny too. Because at the time, I think probably a lot of people didn't make that connection. But when you well, go and watch it back now, no, and also in J- you gotta realize Japan's cult- culturally very different from the U.S. Oh, yeah. So in Japan, that would be a very kind of like outlandish, stark, controversial. Like, nowadays, it's very standard because it's just it's part of life now, and it's yeah. it's a very like common thing. Yeah. Back then, though, it was very different. Oh yeah. So it was like as a kid, I didn't get it. I was just kind of like, why does like rainbows explode in the air every time yeah. this character's on screen? <laughs> I don't get it. And then you. Grow up and you go, and you go. Oh, oh. it's like I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah. they're not hiding it at all. Yeah, it is funny though. The character is so in love. With yeah, her. and is she she's like part of the group, but not part of the group. She's part of the group for the first like couple episodes, and then they bring in the other girl, the and they just girl. they just move her out of the of the plot. Yeah, and one thing that's funny about the show is like you don't see a single character with outlandish hair color. Like they're all yeah, like they're all pretty standard. Like the most outlandish is probably Chio, and even then she's just like a very light brunette. Yeah, or red, or light ginger of sorts. Also, I love that her pigtails are detachable in some scenes and not in others. Oh, wasn't that Osaka's dream? And it's yeah, like well, she put them on her head and she started flying away too. There's also the time when she takes them off and it breaks Geo. Yeah. There's always that. <laughs> oh yeah, she was like, dead. Uh, this It's just always funny. One thing this show does very well is the background humor. <laughs> like you'll have like... Um, some, the main like whatever's going on but then there's like some, like there's a point where Chio and Osaka are talking and then you just all of a sudden see Miss Sakaki in the background with the cat that hates her like stuck to her hand flailing around in the <laughs> background and it's always like okay yeah 
There really was a lot of funny elements to the show. It mm. definitely... Um, it flows very quick, too. Like it, Yeah. Because every episode is basically just kind of like it's a another day in school. What stupid thing's going to happen today? Yeah. Or, like, I love how, like, it will reset. Like, it basically just resets every day, like, wherever they left off mm. the last time. It's just like, all right, clean slate. This is what... <gasps> What we're on now. Or another great one is on the... the so there's the two teachers. Uh, there's Miss Yukari and then Miss... Uh, what's the other teacher's name? Uh, you're asking the wrong I forget. Person. But the uh, the other teacher's the, the more sensible of the two. Yeah. And uh, there's a point where she gets drunk on one of the summer trips and tells the girls everything about... Oh, yeah! <laughs> about growing up. And, and they're all just like... Oh, and then the next morning she, pop, she pops out and... Um, She's like, oh, hi, Miss Sagaki. And she immediately just runs away. Yep, like, she's gone. like, oh, no, I'm out of here. Oh, poor Miss Sagaki. Yeah, the, the whole show is just, it's one of those ones that's like, it's like a classic. Um, I actually picked up the manga recently. I've been meaning to read that because that full omnibus came out. Yeah, and didn't you say there was also some changes they made to the book? Yeah, they edited a few things. Like, I, I know the male teacher was removed from, not the manga, but there was, like, additional, like, added, like, bonus things that were written later on mm -hmm. that he was just kind of omitted from. Yeah. Because he's... Uh, he's not the most uh, he has an friendly... Aged... Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it does... Yeah, because when did this manga come out? Late 90s, early 2000s. Late 90s, yeah. And as we know, things are a lot different now. Granted, just, it's yeah. also... You gotta keep in mind Japan versus America. Very, oh, yeah. Very different There's culturally. There's always, like, different... I mean, but I think the show, I mean, even for the time it came out, like, you know, adding in those, like, jokes about the character who's in love with Miss Sagaki, like, you know, not every show would go for that. You know, no, I feel and like make a it lot, so blatant on the head. Yeah, I feel like a lot. So it is pretty progressive. I mean, for the time, and especially in Japan, it's also the not a. It's different. also not a fan servicey show, which is nice. Yeah, it is like it's definitely like kind of refreshing to see something that's just, especially where it's centered around like high school girls in an anime. Like a lot of the times, there's usually fan service, so it is kind of nice that. It's a... Like, I'm honestly thinking the most fan service moment is maybe when they're at the pool. Yeah, or, like, the beach. Or the beach. Yeah, I guess yeah. the beach is... Some of the swimsuits there. But, but even really, then, it's like... not it's not really fan service at all. No. It's, it's... more just silly. Yeah, because, I mean, we've been watching another show now, and, like, I never really noticed the fan service. Like, I don't know, I just guess I didn't really notice, but Bill's been pointing it out, and I'm like, okay, I guess there is a lot of fan service, well, see, but I guess I'm just numb to it now. I watch a lot of, like, rom-coms and, um, like, romance shows, and it's a, those. It's a lot more apparent in those, so I kind of notice when it pops out in something that's not inherently fan, like, you wouldn't, like, an action show or something. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, it pops out, and you're like, huh. <laughs> Like, like, why is this here? <laughs> yeah. But, it, you know, 26 episodes, it, super easy. It's on High Dive now, which is great, too. Oh, so yeah. The whole show's... High, high Dive is so freaking frustrating, though. I got my grudges again. Oh, because it's missing random seasons from shows? <laughs> yeah, it's just freaking annoying. It's like, you know, if you're going to put Haikyuu Season 3 on there, why don't you just throw the freaking rest of them? Because like, there's probably a licensing issue or something. I don't... Sorry, I just had to let my rage out. My rage against the machine. That's a band, right? Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> completely unrelated to the two things we watched. Nope. 
it's so it's funny too. Much. It's funny too though watching rewatching the show now and how like you can very much tell it was made in the '90s in terms of like the style of like the like all the technology oh, yeah. in the show and like all the stuff around them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you can definitely see that in the show. It's definitely aged. It's definitely older. And I mean, the animation style itself is very for the time. It it works for the time. Yeah, you know? it still looks good. Oh yeah, no, it definitely it still looks good. Yeah, it was um, definitely one of the first real like off the off the wall kind of like um pure comedy like series I ever saw, which I think is part of how I started getting into more non-action focused shows over the years. Mm. There're also st- a lot of like um memes and like gifs stemmed from the show mm. too. Um, yeah, cuz I remember the Sonic shorts like referenced Osmogadio <laughs> multiple times. Yes. <laughs> there's so them. many gifts from the show, too, that are, like, hilarious, like, to remember. Yeah. Like, there's... It, it, it's super goofy. Yeah. Well, like, the, 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 like, the opening scene from the show is literally, like, a, one of the teachers is late for school and her bike breaks down. So yeah. one of the students stops by to help, and, like, he's like, hey, if I show up with the teacher, that means I won't be in trouble for being late. And as he's pondering this, Yukari steals his bike <laughs> and try, yeah. goes to school. Sounds right which is great because yeah mm. <laughs> it's just funny uh no it, it does it does make me laugh though like i've definitely seen i've seen a lot of like gifts from the show i've seen a lot of like re- i've heard a lot of references like there was a lot of things like in the show i was like oh that's where that's from or oh that's where that's it, from you it know. was pretty groundbreaking for the time and it kind of changed like what could be dubbed because back in the day, a lot of shit just didn't get dubbed because it was it was deemed like just too much work. That's one of the great things about ADV. Mm. ADV would take the chance on shit mm. back in the day. I mean, a lot of the times, what they, their work wasn't the best, but mm. they would at least like go out of their way to try, which yeah, was nice. <laughs> it's it's just so funny though because this show would never like my favorite friendship dynamic. Oh, Sagaki and um. And Chio. Chio. Yeah, they were they were. They great. were my favorite di- friendship dynamic. They're just so cute. Every char- every character has their moments. Like, what's really good is it's kind of like Friends in a way, where all of them like they you need all of them for the, it to work. Yeah. And they all have their own great like dynamics, but none of them are on the, on their own would be able to carry the show. Yeah. Like. Because you know the Osaka show would get very old very fast. Oh my god, you'd just be like, all right, shut up, Osaka. I mean, Alex, like, remember, get it together. Get, get it together. Get it together. together. <laughs> I love that scene. That I was love, like one of my favorite ones. I love when I love when she's in gym and she can't do a she can't do like a sit like a touch her toes and she like needs Chio to push her forward. Yeah. But she's like stiff as a board, so she's not going anywhere. Nope. Also, another joke is the creepy teacher. Every time he sees Osaka, he just looks at her and then walks away because she's, she's, she's flat. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not interested. Oh, it's so funny. There's so many goofy things about that show, and it's honestly, it's weird though because it's very hard to recommend to someone because it's very much a niche. It's incredibly niche. I will say that. Yeah. But it's one of those ones I would say give it a chance because the second you watch it, it'll just kind of like hook you because you're like, you need to know what's going to happen next. Psycho. 
Oh yeah, that's the, the that's night. yeah the scene where she goes to wake up wake up the uh, people on the third. Um, so there's a scene on the third beach house episode where Osaka is going to go wake people up, and she decides to do it with a fucking butcher's knife because that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because why not confuse them all? Yeah. 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 Also, I love the re- yeah. I love th- th- this show had a lot of repetitive jokes too that are really funny. Yeah, they like, never got felt they were repetitive, but they never. Well, what I mean by repetitive scale. is like there'll be like a joke that it will do. And then there'll be a beat. And then I'll go and do the joke again. Yep. As part of the ongoing joke. Yep. Like the scene where they're like, where they're waiting for like, the, it was during the summer and they're waiting for um, the car to arrive. Yep. So like they go through this whole routine. And then they were like, wait, no. Actually something else. And then they go and do it again. Yep. But then something else comes up and then they do it again. It's like, it's just, it's, it's funny stuff like that that's like kind of off the cuff and you just never see it coming. Uh, yeah. It's a good time. I'd recommend watching it. I enjoy it. Like it held up because I first saw it. It was one of the first animes I watched. Started when I really started getting into it. So this was back in like 2012, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I remember 2012. I was not as apparent. I didn't notice a lot of things in anime at the time. Yeah. Now I know all the tropes, and I'm always like. Oh, that's that. That's what that is. I get it now. Yeah, I know the things now. <laughs> yeah, Def- definitely worth a watch though. And it, it's like I said, high dive, not expense, not an expensive platform to to watch on, and it's all on there. Yeah. Or you can track down the box set because I don't think the box set's that expensive. Yeah, but remember, days. if you want to watch Haikyuu, it's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. High dive. Add the other seasons, please. Thanks. They're not listening. They're not listening to us. No, we have no friends. They're, <laughs> they're too busy acquiring rights to stuff they're not going to dub. Yep. For the next 12 years. <laughs> They'll dub it eventually, just 12 years from now. Is that accurate? Sure. <laughs> but um, anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right I back. I don't want to. I'll do that. Screw you. <laughs> and we'll see you in a minute. No. And we're back. <laughs> you guys didn't see that, but I just threw a cat over at Bill's head. We've been having this war ever since living with each other. We just throw shit at each other. Or I just do stupid things, like tuck his anime figures into bed. <laughs> She's got weird, weird interest, people. Oh, shit. It's, yeah, but we just keep throwing shit at each other. <laughs> but. Anyways. Anyways. So, now on to your choice for anime swap this time. Yes. So, my choice was Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, cool, interesting about it was that it was originally um, a web novel on, like, just. A, I think it was a light novel first and then a web novel. No, it was originally published as a web novel. Oh, it? Uh, it was on a user-generated novel site. So gotcha. It was basically, I don't know, not, I don't think like fanfiction.net, but basically some sort of like more, I think it was a Japanese Well, site. it'd be more like fiction press where it's actual original stuff. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
And then the series was eventually, um, uh, was expanded with, like, storyline, uh, with, like, illustrations later on after it was picked up by Media Factory. Um, and then eventually it was also, a manga was created also by Media Factory. Um, and then after that, the anime was created. Although um, I believe the, the anime is based directly off of the original source material. Jeez, um, possibly, I don't see it here, but, um, basically, it's kind of cool, um, like, a lot of, um, animes now are being based off, like, these light novels that are generated by, like, you know, the everyday person, not necessarily, like, um, these big people, you know, it's kind of cool, it's kind of cool to see, like, that growth of, like, they put it on just a random publishing site, and they got picked up by this, and they got picked up by this, and now it's a full-on anime, Mm -hmm. so... It's pretty neat to see. I just wanted to point that out. But basically, the whole kind of plot centers around, um, well, it kind of starts out with the main character, who's named Naofumi Iwatani, uh, and he's basically, um, just a random nice guy in Japan. He was living a good life, you know, he, like, they kind of introduced him as this really nice guy. Who was good at games. Who was good at games, but he had, um... Well, actually, no, I don't really think, because he was the only one who didn't know anything about the game. Well, he didn't play that game, but it was implied he was good at games. He was good at games, Uh, he liked to read, Uh, and uh, he was just a good guy. Like, I believe it even started out like his brother was, like, going down the wrong path, and he ended up staying home in order to help his family, like, get him back on the right track, and it did. So, like, he's clearly, like, a very responsible and, like, level-headed character with good intentions. Like, obviously, like, to sacrifice your choices to come back and help your brother out, like, kind of implies you're a pretty nice guy. Yes. Uh, So, one day he actually picks up a book, and the book is called The Stories of the Four Cardinal Heroes. And then from there, he's pulled into the world, um, the world of the four cardinal heroes. I don't know if there's any certain name for the world. I think it's just the world. It's essentially an MMO. (laughs) Yeah, it's essentially an MMO. He's pulled into the world as one of the four cardinal heroes, um, along with three other people, um, which are the spear hero, the sword hero, the bow hero, and himself, the shield hero. Immediately as he's going in, he's kind of realizing something's a little fishy. You know, because, um... They're greeted by the king and, like, a bunch of people from the church of the world. And, um, the king is like, oh, good spear, sword, and bow hero. It's so nice to see you. And then the shield hero, he's like, oh, yeah, you too. So, clearly, like, there's something off right also, now. Also, the, all the others come in with additional people with them, and he's by himself. Yeah, well, kind of. So, not exactly at that point yet. So... The king ends up taking them to the, um, to, like, the, uh, I think it's, like, the throne room, and they're talking, blah, 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 and, uh, he basically tells them, like, they were summoned here because they need to fight the waves of catastrophe, which are kind of, like, the main reason why they're summoned to this world. It's, like, this main enemy, and it's kind of, like, in a game where you have, like, waves of fighting, like, kind of, like, fighting zones, you know. You have waves of enemy come, and they have to defeat the waves and save the kingdom. 
Um, you don't really understand this yet, but what's happened is they're actually not all supposed to be summoned together by one kingdom. They're each supposed to be summoned by one of the four kingdoms of this world. And they didn't do that. So, immediately there's a lot of red flags with this situation. But eventually, they end up going to rest for the night and they're going to talk to the king the next day. And they're basically all chatting. All the three, all the four heroes are chatting. And they soon find out that they're not even from the same world of Japan. They're all from different universes of Japan. Because they start chatting about... First, they start talking about the game, and now Fumi's like, I didn't play the game, I just read a book. <laughs> and the other two are like, what? You idiot. And they're, the other three are making fun of them. And one thing that you'll notice is that the other heroes besides Nafumi are very unlikable. Yeah. And even then, at this point, they haven't even got to being that unlikable. Yeah. At this point, they're not even that bad. But they're even in annoying. the beginning, they're just like, you don't really love these characters, besides like the main character. Um, but you're already like, Ugh, these characters kind of suck. Um, but there's a reason they suck, you know, because they're sucky. Um, and basically they're talking, they kind of realize that they're all from different universes of Japan, where they realize that they've all had different prime ministers and different um, things about the world. So that's kind of a big plot point, too, is that they don't really, they none of their knowledge base is really the same. They're all from Japan, but they're all not from the same Japan. So the next day they end up going to the throne hall and um, the king is like, alright, these noble heroes are going to help you, um, adventurers, that the adventurers are going to all join you. And they start going out, um, they don't get to, p the heroes don't get to pick, the adventurers pick, and it soon ends with everyone having a party except for Navumi, the shield yeah. hero, which is like, oh, shitty. Um, and he ends up going like, well, this isn't fair. Come on, guys. Someone help me out. And no one really makes a move until this one girl named Mine does. And she makes a move and she goes to join his party. Well, he thinks this is a blessing, but it really was a curse in disguise. Yeah, because from the moment you first see her, you know, this one's fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's, as soon as she's on the screen, you're kind of like, there's something fishy about this. So, it ends up going on, and basically, like, she ends up teaching him the basic mechanics of the game. Because that's kind of one of the reasons why none of the adventurers... Well, minus that he's a shield hero, but also one of the reasons why none of the adventurers want to join him is because he has no knowledge of the game, because he never played it, unlike the other ones. So, he's going around, he's basically um, trying to get experience, and one Figuring thing, out the mechanics. Yeah. And one thing that he immediately finds out is that as a shield hero, the only weapon they can touch is their legendary hero weapon. So he can only use shields. So he picks up a sword, it like will hurt him or like he just can't use it. Yeah. So that's like kind of one of the major downfalls. So he needs to rely on party members to help him fight. Because um, he can do all the protecting, but um, he can do all the defense, but no one else he can't use a sword so he needs someone to fight so he ends up going along and he thinking that mine is like this really great person really awesome to helping them and they end up having like dinner and she keeps trying to make him drink wine and he's like nope i don't drink i'm not a fan of alcohol uh it actually comes up later that he like alcohol doesn't really affect him you yeah, know either. because shield hero because shield hero shield hero has natural stronger defenses so that's happening and she goes all right all right and he goes to bed he wakes up the next morning, all of his money is gone, all of his equipment is gone, and 
mine is gone. And he's like, what the heck? What happened? Where's all our stuff? So she runs to chase after her and find her. And then gets taken to the capital because he's accused of assaulting mine. And all this bad stuff. And everyone just buys it because, surprise, yep. mine is the king's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> which is, um, you weren't expecting it. Well, I mean, I knew it was going to happen because I've already watched it, but you weren't expecting that. You knew something was up, but you weren't expecting that relation. So, bummer. So, it ends up being that he he gets, like, accused of, like, assaulting her and... Like, stuff that he didn't do because he went straight to bed last night and it's all a lie and he's basically outcasted. Um, they can't kill him as a shield hero, but, like, they're not going to help him at all. So, basically, he's in this world. He has no idea what's going on and he's got to figure it out for himself. Mm. And everyone is a jerk for him. But that guy makes him stronger at the same time. Yeah. So He also he... goes from being a very nice, like, well-rounded person to just straight-up cynicism. Yeah. He, like, doesn't care at this point. Like, at one point, um, a bunch of random adventurers are trying to join his party just to, like, take advantage of him. And he's like, all right, you only, you can join my party, but I'm only going to pay you if you actually show me results. If you're just going to abandon me and let me die, I'm not going to pay you. You're not going to get anything from me. And they don't like that, and he ends up, like, scaring them off. But yeah. he's so cynical of the world, which kind of leads him to getting his first well, Party first member. he meets first he meets the absolute bro of the series, the, black, oh, the blacksmith. Yeah, yeah, well, he met him before with mine. True, but he, yeah, he gives him a second. He's the only one who would still like trust him. Yeah, because so the, even the blacksmith didn't really. Uh... Well, because what happens is like the blacksmith at first is like I'm ashamed of you, blah blah blah, and then he's like I didn't do it, and like basically tells him, and the blacksmith's like, all right, I'm something seems up about this. He really doesn't seem like he did it. And he trusts him, so he ends up making him some standardized. Well, because even like when they were with, when they were there with mine, even he was questioning some of mine's weird. Yeah. Uh, decisions. Mm. Like to get armor and stuff for her, and like level up her armor more for her. It seemed fishy, and it was fishy. Um. But after that, he ends up running into this man with a really long nose. He had a long pointy nose, right? Yeah, Pretty he was in monocle glasses. Monocle, he was your standard. Hat. He looked like a sketch. You know? <laughs> he looked like a sketch. And now for me, he's like, yeah, what, what else is this going to do? It ends up following him. And it leads him to the slave market, because there's slaves in this show. But now for me, he's a good guy, and he treats her okay. Um, so he ends up, like, being shown a bunch of slaves that, like, he can't afford, and he ends up picking this girl who is sick. And they have this thing called demi-humans, where they're basically, like, people with, like, animal They're just features. humans with animal they're, characteristics. He, they're humans with, like, animal ears and tails, basically. And they're demi-humans. And for some reason, they think they're lower than humans, and they're treated badly. Because, you know, typical racism plots. Yeah, you know. racism. We're gonna fight it. Yeah. Woo. Um, so that it's happens. <laughs> yeah. It is fairly bad. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's still happening. But it's good that they're always putting that message out there. But anyways, he ends up rescuing, ends up buying her and ends up actually saving her because she was really ill. Um, so he nursed her back to health and gained her trust. And she had to act as a sword because, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't have those fighting abilities. So yeah. he also, so it's also the way it works is he, um signs a pact and he basically they put like a, it basically she gets a 
slave crest put on her, which basically yeah. ties her to Naofumi's, um will, I guess you yeah. could say. Well, she like can't lie to him, and she has to listen to his demands. And if she doesn't do them, um, it will like hurt, like give her yeah. shock, basically, and make it's her basically do it. it's it's basically a metaphorical shock collar. Yeah, and um, but Naofumi is a good guy. He only uses he only it. uses it when it's it's to her. If she's basically, what she's doing is going to be to her own detriment. Yeah. So one of the big times he uses it is when they're fighting this, like, two-headed dog. And it reminds her of a monster that basically killed her parents during one of the waves. And that's kind of how she ended up where she ended up. Um, so she ends up not being able to fight, but because now for me kind of pushes her to do it, she ends up doing that and, like, ends up kind of conquering her own past fears and stuff. Um... And after that, they kind of bond closer, and then eventually she uh, <laughs> grows up out of nowhere. Cause because basically, demi humans uh, level as they level up, they, they get grow. So she goes get... from being a child to a full grown adult. <laughs> yep. In the span of a scene. Yes. Although now Fumi still sees her as a child. Yeah, and it takes a little bit for him to see her as a child. Uh, as an adult. As an adult, and. Um, one of the big things that happens is he ends up being, like, invited to the castle and has to go to this party, and then he gets challenged by the spear hero. Who's who, a like, giant fucking douche. Oh, we, like, everyone hates the spear hero. If you like the spear hero, why? So, at the, out of the heroes, <laughs> they're all pretty unlikable. The sword hero is the most, the least yeah. unlikable, the but bow. he's still kind of an idiot. Yeah, they're not the greatest, but, like... The, the spear um, hero, just is the, also the one that's hero. the one that's aligned with mine, mine. or Malty, as her actual Malty, name is. Yeah, it's her princess. It's her real name. Mine is her traveler's name. Um, they end up. He ends up challenging her to a fight, and of course, mine interferes and cheats and uses yeah, spell as he's after. Winning. After like now, for me, is basically gonna win, and then they all are like, Ooh, he lost, and they end up removing the slave. So they what Italia. they do it because they claim that he's taking advantage of her and against yeah. her will, even though they don't ever ask her once, and they forcibly yeah. remove the thing from her, which is basically worse than what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ends up like staying with him because yeah. she's the only person who cares. But this scene also starts the starts unlocking a power called the Raid Shield. Which, at the moment, he doesn't use it at the moment, but it's, like, one of the first steps into him unlocking this power. Which is actually detrimental to him, but he doesn't really understand that at the time. So the next party member they get is named Philo, and she starts off But as, it's also, um, that's also the scene where now Fomi starts seeing Raftalia as a um, Yes, after adult. that, he sees Raftalia as an adult and doesn't see her as a kid anymore. And then they proceed to go back to the sketch, um, sketchy salesman. Yep. Who Raftelli wants nothing to do with, by the nope. way. Um, to get, to reapply the slave crest or whatever. Yeah. And he's, like, so impressed with Naofumi's ability that, like, he turned, like, Raftelli around from, like, the sick little girl to this great fighter. That he's like, oh, you should buy this, too. And he buys, like, a monster egg. And then the egg, it was, you could either get a dragon or a, um... A giant chicken. <laughs> a giant chicken. Tra- Filolio or a Filolio, <laughs> which a is basically, chicken. like, a chocobo from Final Fantasy, and they're basically that, and, um, because he is raising her as, like, a hero, is raising her, she ends up being not only a regular Filolio, but, like, a Filolio queen, mm-hmm. 
Which basically means she can take on like a human form and also just becomes giant. <laughs> yeah. She's so fluffy. But there's like a great scene where they're um, fucking spear douche and um. Yeah, he goes to a reappear. town that he saved during one of the waves. Um, oh yeah, because that's another plot. While the waves before, are going on, the heroes are being freaking idiots. Yeah. Going for the glory and ignoring all the small people. Yeah, ignoring all the people who actually need help. So while the other heroes are just being dumb, he's actually out there saving a village and like saving people and making sure they're alive. Along with the most badass grandma ever. Yeah, no, that's not until the, the next wave. Oh, I thought he rescued her first. Oh, whatever. Well, because Philo was Oh, yeah, that's yet. right. That's right. So... Basically, that happens, and he ends up going back to that town, and the people are really nice for him, but um, what kind of happens is the spear guy comes down with mine, and she's like, as decree of royal princess bitch, I am here to say that I now run this town with the spear hero, and we're charging you so much taxes to leave. It's like, it was like a fee of like 50000 like currency. Also, though, another all- thing, though, you got to point out, too, is there. this is also the point that where people are starting to see somewhat through mine's little ruse because there's the point where the they're getting their rewards for something yeah. and they won't he won't pay the shield hero because he's claiming that they owe him money for the removed slave thing that he didn't want yeah um but then the sword and uh the bow, the bow hero, hero comment that you know you cheated so you should still pay him yeah so, so it's clear that they're starting to not buy what's going yeah, on here. They're still jerks, but they're also like, all right, this is getting a little ridiculous, guys. So basically, yeah, so basically that happens. Now he has uh, Philo, who's the um, Philolio queen. Mm-hmm. And they end up, after that, they Well, there's end- the great race. Yeah, they have a race before she becomes, like, the big bird. She's, like, a little bird, and he races against the dragon, and, of course, The spirit mine hero's is, dragon, and they're... Mine is cheating the whole time with, like, props and, like, with spells and stuff to try and beat them, but, of course, Philo still wins. Mm-hmm. And after she wins, she evolves into big bird. And then, and then kicks the spirit hero in the nuts, which becomes an ongoing thing. Ongoing thing. But this um, is also the first appearance of the, the Secret Service, in a sense. Yeah. Who call mine out on her obvious bullshit cheating. Yeah. And basically, because after the race, she's like, no, you don't win. Blah, blah, blah. I still win. This is our town. And basically, like, the um, the queen's um. Well, we don't know servants. it's the queen we yet. Yeah. But, it's but these... the secret service basically comes and is just like, and basically all right. tells her, you're running, you're a bit out of line here. You should probably knock it the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she ends up walking away from it. Um, but then after that, they end up, like, just traveling because they realize, well, I'm not going to get any help in the capital, so I might as well go out and do things. Um, and as they're traveling, they kind of get dubbed the, um, the, the, what is it, the something of the heavenly fowl. fowl. Yeah, because of um, the giant chicken. Because one thing that, uh, now for me is really talented at, especially because he's the shield hero and he's, like, defense and, like, health stats, is... Fuck you. He just threw threw the cat toy at me. Um, (laughs) um, He's great at making medicine. So he ends up going around and, like, healing the sick, which is the old lady who ends up fighting in the waves. Um, He ends up healing the sick, and one of the things he ends up doing is he ends up fixing all of the other heroes' mistakes because they suck. Um, Well, because at one point, after Philo transforms for the first time, they have to find... 
proper clothes for her, but they yeah. need this special thread that can only be created with like a crystal. So they have to go yeah, on a quest a to get the crystal stone, stone thing. Yep. Because when she turns into Big Bird, her, like, her clothes don't magically, like, transform with her. So she needs to get special magic clothes. Um, so they end up doing that. But after doing all that questing, they end up going traveling even more. And the first village they run into is this village that's basically overrun by, like, a demonic plant. Yeah. But you actually kind of see the precursor to when they're getting that magical crystal. Because they find this treasure chest that's, like, this seed should not be like should not be used and should be locked away forever blah blah yep. blah and of course it's gone and you also hear <laughs> about the fact that you get you get the little backstories on what the heroes have been doing mm. where you find out that the spear hero saved a village from like a famine yep and the um sword hero killed a dragon that was terrorizing a town <laughs> yep and the bow hero went off on his own and liberated some village and yeah it sounds like they're doing great things yeah but uh, uh, you, you find out later that they're not because Naofumi visits as we said a village that's been overrun or, by this strange what? plant that sounds very familiar <laughs> I wonder and the plant was bearing like this wonderful fruit for the people to eat but unfortunately it was also a monster and it was killing people yes um so they end up killing the monster and now for me being the awesome character he is ends up like reverse engineering the plant so that it would only bear fruit and it wouldn't be monstrous so he ends up actually saving them and they end up continuing his praises of being like the the something the of the, the heavenly, heavenly fowl or whatever. the heavenly fowl like the bringer of the heavenly fowl or something i yep. can't remember and then as he's going on the next place he runs into is um the village that's overrun with like this poison with the plague they're they're basically running for plague and he's trying to heal them with his potions but he realizes that it's all because the dragon that the sword hero killed he left the corpse and the corpse started rotting yeah because that's one thing that these the other heroes aren't getting that it's like yeah we are in a game but it's not just a game and actions have consequences yeah so he ends up defeating the dragon but in during that fight he ends up unlocking as i said before the rage shield which is basically this extremely strong shield that um you can only unlock if you are truly enraged um in the game and it's a power that only he has, at least that I know at the moment. Um, and But unfortunately, it also hurts him yeah. as he does it. And the only people that can pull him out of it is Raftalia, Philo, and any of his like close party members. Unfortunately, though, it curses them in the process. Yeah. Well, it ends up, yeah, it ends up cursing them. So after that fight, Raftalia needs um, holy water to end up removing the curse. So they end up going back to the capital to save her, but along the way they run into a girl with purple pigtails and looks quite fancy and a little similar to someone else that we saw. Yeah, to a certain girl that we don't like. <laughs> yeah, but it turns out she ends up being the princess, but the first, the princess that's actually first in line to the throne and is younger than mine. Um, hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm brain farting on her name because she's not Malty. She no, is she's Melty. Melty, that's it. Because uh, they have weird names in this family. They have weird names. So he ends up running into Melty and he ends up escorting her back to the kingdom. And then as they're getting closer, oh, and she also loves 
Filio, Filolios. Yeah, but her and Filo are best friends. And her and Filo are best friends, and it's adorable. Uh, and as they go back to the kingdom, he ends up escorting her back, but he ends up like, getting framed as a kidnapper. Well, that's later. Is it? So okay. that's a little later because before that, he ends up actually going back and saying, and then he like leaves her behind because he's like, "Man, you're the queen, you're the king's daughter, f you." Um, Pretty much, which is rightfully so though, because he's had such a hard time. Um, yeah, literally the only people he trusts in the world are Raftalia yeah, and Philo, and, and, and maybe the, uh, the the blacksmith, <laughs> and maybe the seller. Um, yeah, the the slave trader guy. So they're going along, and they end up actually going to eat dinner. And then, of course, as they're eating, they overhear um, the sword and the bow hero, and they're kind of complaining about how someone's been stealing their rewards. But in fact, the only reason their rewards were not stolen is because they did a shit job and the shield hero had to go and fix their mistakes. And it's kind of one of those scenes where you're very satisfied because, like, they're basically getting put in this place. Yeah, he tells them <laughs> off. And the, the, the bow hero, or the, is it the bow hero? Oh, which one? Dark-haired one or the... No, no, is, it, is he called the bow hero? Yeah. Yeah, the bow hero is kind of a bitch about it. The sword hero, though, he's kind of like... He's actually, like, kind of thinking about it. He's like, oh, shit. Like, I, yeah. I'm really not thinking... I'm, I'm thinking of this as a game, but in reality, there are consequences. You start seeing action. a little bit of development there. Yeah, which is kind of nice. I mean, the sword hero is the one you like the most, but even then, he's still not the greatest. No, he gets better, though. Um, he's also the one that's, like, a parody of the character, the, the main character from Sword Art Online. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, there's another wave... They fight in another wave. Yeah, and the um the heroes are all incompetent as fuck. Yep. Like well, the they're, o- they're all not working together. Because yeah. in reality, the heroes need to work together to fight off the waves. And they're not working together. They're working against each other. So they can't realistically do it. Yeah. And the only person who can actually figure out what's going on is uh, Naofumi. Yeah. But they don't want to work with him because they still are believing all this crap yeah. that's been going around. Yeah. So that ends up happening, they end up fighting, and basically, without Naphemy, they would have died. Yeah. And a villain from another world comes, her name's Glass. Or do you want to say the hero from another story? Oh, it could be that, it could be that. <laughs> it is that. Yeah. Um, and Naphemy's the only one who can even, like, fight her. But even then, he's not strong enough at this point. Yep. So, they end up going back, and one thing that Naphemy wants to do is level up um, not level up, what is it? Class, uh, class upgrade. Because they've reached their level cap. They've reached their level cap, so he wants to do class upgrades. Um, but unfortunately, like, they can't because guess he's who the showed the shield hero. And guess who showed us up? Yep. Who the else? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and basically won't let them upgrade, so they have to go somewhere else. Yeah. So as they're going on their quest to uh, get to a different area, they get ambushed. And yep. Basically, uh, framed for kidnapping the princess. Yep, and it's all the like video videos like very obviously stuff. altered. Yeah, and, well, I mean, you see it happen, and then you see the video footage where it like edits in Rough Tolly has this evil face, and they add blood. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what the fuck. Um, so now they're basically running from the law with uh, Melty and Toe, and basically they're just trying to like they're trying to get across the land, but they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we eventually kind of, encounter, like... The Filolio Queen. We encounter the Filolio Queen. We have that whole character-building arc for um, yep. Philo. And then we get um, Raftalia's character-building arc, where we find the village that she lived in as a yeah. kid. And we get her backstory. 
and she, we end up going to the village where she was kept as a slave. Yeah. And she gets her sweet, sweet revenge. Yep, she gets her sweet revenge. He gets stomped on by the monster that he released. Um, and then she also, she's able to save one of her friends, but unfortunately another one of her friends yeah. didn't make the it. The one that was her closest friend, but she did yeah. save a whole bunch of her people. Yeah, she saved a whole bunch. And there was a big character building moments for those two characters, but eventually they have to come back. Like, well, one thing that um, the Filolio Queen, Vittoria, the Filo- the current Filolio Queen, who used to be a hero, the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero's partner from a while, many, many years back. She's, like, thousands of years old. Um, and she basically tells him, like, you need to work together with the other heroes or I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what she says. But then she also pressures him to stop using the Raid, raid shield, shield because it will hurt him. And it actually does show that it hurts him because he has to end up using it again. So he ends up going and traveling to try and talk to one of the heroes and set things straight, kind of following Victoria's will. And of course, what hero does he run into? The spear hero because because he only oh, ever oh. shows up, and he is the most brain dead of all of them. Well, he's just so wrapped around Mind's finger that like. Also, his partner, his party members are all women, like, and they and they all, all mis- suck. And, they, and they've all mis- they all mysteriously start disappearing as it goes on because I wonder why. Yeah. Because it's like it's like they got thrown out. <laughs> yeah, and it's fun. so they end up fighting, and then eventually though they end up getting attacked by the church. Well, the at first three. it's a giant fuck you beam from the sky. Yeah, giant fuck you beam, holy fuck you beam. Um, and, of course, now for me, protects them all, because he's a shield hero, yeah. And, uh, basically, like, the church has come to basically kill all the heroes, because they just hate them. Well, and, they like, hate the shield hero, and the other ones are so incompetent that they just want them removed. Yeah, they just want to get rid of them, too. And the thing is, is, like, in order to get a new bout of heroes, all the heroes have to die. Yeah. In order for new heroes to come. So, basically, they're like, well, we want to get rid of the shield hero, and you guys kind of suck, too. Which, they all get their extra slaps in the face, so again, of all the things that they've done wrong. Yeah. Which is pretty hilarious. And then my favorite part is, as they're all trying to be like, okay, we'll fight back. It's like, what do we do? What do we do? And then it, it cuts over to Naofumi, like Raftalia, Philo, and Melty are all sitting in a circle planning their strategy. And they're like, wait, you're not going to help us? They're like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> we'll figure this out on our own. But eventually they do end up working together. And one thing that happens, too, is that the bow and the sword hero, who were thought to be dead, were actually alive and they end up helping in the fight too mm-hmm. um and also the queen who has kind of been this mysterious character is on the way to help um to help destroy the church but also to help now for me the shield hero because she's like she's the one person who's like okay this is fucked because like kind of the reason she's been away is because of the waves, and she was talking to the other kingdoms. Like she was damage, to... basically doing damage control. Well, originally it wasn't damage control. Originally it was they were meeting to discuss summoning the heroes. Well, yeah. But, of course, her idiot husband uh, summoned all the heroes, so now she was doing damage control, which was keeping her away. Um, what I do is... like about the queen, though, is she's a badass and actually fights on the front line. Yeah, she fights on the front line, and she actually helps them out a lot, too, in ending the battle. And eventually, the battle ends with, with Naofumi. Naofumi doing one of the most dramatic fuck you attacks ever. <laughs> the dramatic, it was called like, um, blood sacrifice. Yeah, and he Rachel, just fucking bleeds out. He bleeds out, but then a giant fucking fuck you dragon comes out of the ground and like, ate De- the des- Pope. D- destroyed the <laughs> destroyed Pope. Destroyed the Pope. Uh, 
which was it's just a pretty sick scene but because he used the rage shield it hurt him and he actually like was like asleep for a couple for, of days he was basically near death <laughs> he was near death basically and that's basically implied that the rage shield could kill him at any point mm. um but after that um he's brought to the capital and things are starting to change you know um He's been treating, been treated a lot better. And he ends up meeting with the queen. And you don't hear what they're talking about because there's a perfectly placed wind-blowing scene yes. <laughs> where it covers everything they say. But it truly, you can tell it's deeply affecting him, what she said. Um, and as you go on, he ends up running into the other heroes who are like, oh, like, thanks for your help earlier. You know, queen's having us meet in this courtroom for some reason. We gotta get down there. Not knowing what's happening. Yeah. So... They go to the throne room, and it's pre- the heroes are there, and soon, Multi and the king are brought out to the court, brought out to the throne yeah. room, and they're basically on trial for all the crimes that they committed while the queen was away. Yep, and they're both given slave crests. Well, just Multi is. I thought the king had one too. No, he didn't have one because he he wasn't lying. Remember? Oh right, yeah. Uh, Multi is a pathological liar, so she had a slave crest, and basically. Well, it all comes out that, like, the king was not being fair to him because he had a grudge against a past shield hero or something. Or the shield heroes did something to him. Not now for me, but something to him in the past. Um, and Malti just went along with it. And they also conspired with the church, even though the church was just using them to basically kill them eventually and get yeah. rid of them. Um, and basically they end up going on trial. And uh, they put a slave crest on Malti... And basically, she can't lie, and every time she lies, she gets a static, like, that electric shock collar. So, the queen asks her, is like, were you assaulted by the shield hero? And she's like, yes! Yes, I was! And then just goes, ah! And blasted like, into the ground. Screaming. She and gets blasted into the ground so many times, and then, um... The other heroes dipshit, are, like, Dipshit spear heroes, like, no, it's not true, and they make, they have him put a slave uh, crest on her too so he can see and she immediately gets blasted for it and it is so freaking satisfying to see this happen but eventually the trial ends where they're both being put to death death. yeah which like honestly like when you think it seems dramatic but then when you think about all the crimes that they did and how they almost destroyed a kingdom and caused like um, horrible relations with the other (laughs) kingdoms as well like, without the queen... Like, because they could have gone to war with all the other kingdoms at the same time as well for everything they did. It's kind of deserved. But um, what ends up happening is as they're being... Um, as they're being almost beheaded by, like, those... What are they called? The guillotines. The guillotines. Uh, Naofumi steps in. And, and decides, you know what? I think they deserve a second chance. But hear me out. (laughs) From now on, he basically (laughs) decides that the king is forever going to be now known as trash. And and Malti is known as bitch. bitch, With her hero hero name, whore. whore. (laughs) And the queen just goes with it. She's like, okay. Well, and the queen is happy, though, because basically what was going to happen is if Naofumi didn't step in, she was going to give up her own life in return for theirs. Which is the only reason I think Naofumi truly stepped in. I think also, too, it was because, like, Malti was basically begging him for help, and she wasn't lying, because, like, she was legitimately begging him for help, the man that she tried to ruin. Like, that's how far he, she fell, and he was like, you know what, I'm not gonna let this kingdom, you know, I hate this kingdom, but I'm not gonna, the queen's been good to me, so I'm gonna do the right thing. 
And after that, basically, he's being treated really well. They get to do their class upgrades, but they still decide that they're not going to stay in that kingdom. No, they because they have other things to do. Yeah. Um, and as it goes on, one of the things that he ends up asking the queen, he doesn't really ask for anything much. He asks to have Rough Talia's town be run by him. And, um, which is a really nice scene because he basically, like, is like, look, we're going to build your home back up. Because one of the hard things is, like, eventually he'll either die or he'll return to his own world once the waves end. Mm-hmm. So he wa- is basically kind of setting up Rough Talia, Philo, and all his party members to have a successful lives. Even when, though they're not exactly happy about him. Even though, no, they aren't, but it's realistic. Um, and then the only other major plot line, too, is they end up going to this island that has extra XP. Because video games, my dude. Um, <laughs> and they and then end the, up, the queen referring to Malty as, oh yeah, Mal- I mean, a uh, bitch. Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah. scene is really great where they're just like, <laughs> Malty, I mean, or, and then the little sister is like, uh, mine, I mean, whore. whore. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that one's a really good one. And then they end up going to this that island and then they soon find out there's a dragon hourglass. And hmm. basically what's happening is the waves are going to hit on that island. So they're able to evacuate everyone to safety. And basically, if the shield here didn't find that hourglass, they probably just would have been fucked. Yeah. Like, they would have just died. So they end up fighting the waves. And while they were on that island, they met these two other party members who kind of temporarily joined their party while they were leveling up there. Um, and they're really strong. But then it turned out that they were actually heroes from another world. Friends of Glass. Yeah, Friends of Glass, or they were members of Glass's party. It's not really of, clear yet. It's not clear yet, but I believe it will be clarified in the future seasons. Um, yeah, just spoiler, we've only seen season we've one. We've only so. seen season one. And basically, that's where you kind of learn that, like, there's other heroes in the world. And that, like, these waves are other heroes also trying to defend their world. So it's kind of like this weird point, and it's um, kind of one thing Victoria. Um, predicts is that at one point the heroes are going to have to make decisions that are going to be difficult like mm. do I choose this or do I choose that and it's kind of putting ideas into Naofumi's head he's like do I really want to save this world like is it worth it saving so and it kind of ends with that well it ends with the scene where they go to Ralph Talia's town and he tells her um and one other girl joins their party. Oh, yeah, who because, because Bo Hero Bo threw Hero's her out. Because he's, he's kind of a dick, too. Yeah. He's honestly about as much of a dick as the the uh, the, the Spear Hero. The spear only reason hero. the Spear Hero's more hated is because he's so fucking stupid. And he has so much more screen time, too. Yeah, that's I'm true. I'm sure if the Bo Hero... I don't think the Sword Hero would be as hated, but the Bow Hero sucks, too. Yeah. But basically, that's kind of where the season ends, and... It was really interesting because I could just tell Bill was getting infuriated at oh, the Oh, because the characters are so fucking irritating. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're just like, come on. Yeah. But it's a good But one. as a turn-off, though, a turnaround, it does make you really like Naofumi, Raftali, and Philo. Yeah. You really love the main characters of the show. And that's one thing like that I really liked about it is that... I really did love watching it, and I loved watching... Like, I was rooting for now for me the whole time. Like, it really made you like the character, feel for the character. And 
the other heroes are kind of the punching bags to build them up, but it's like, okay, it's worth it. Oh, any time they got brought down was so satisfying. Oh, yeah. Because it was like, fuck these guys so in, much. In the courtroom scene. That's in great. The, 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 the trial's great. Anytime they get wrecked, it was great. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a scene where, like, a bitch is trying to, uh, because she's bitch by this point. She's trying to poison Nafumi's oh, yeah. food and gets food. caught. Yeah. Oh, and then Raftalia starts a freaking bar fight, <laughs> which is great. Because she drinks. <laughs> Raftalia drunk is really funny, too. Because that's one thing. When they were on that island, they, like, end up going to a bar and the other healers here. <gasps> I broke her toy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I just threw it at Um. Yeah. And, um. They end up drinking, and but now Fumi's like, nah. But he ends up eating these berries that apparently are, are super, super alcoholic. alcoholic. <laughs> and he's just like, hmm, pretty sweet to me. It doesn't them. affect him at all. <laughs> oh, and that was one plot point, too, that we didn't talk about. So when now Fumi first came there, um, and like the first night he was there before he was like ousted, like he ate food and he was like, oh, this is delicious. But after he was ousted, he like couldn't taste any food. And that was basically until, like, Raftal... He saw Raftal... It was after the scene where he saw Raftal... Yeah, and his mental block went away. Um, and, like, she made him a sandwich, and he was like, I can finally taste again. And that scene was really, like... It was a really good scene. Uh, they definitely was some heartwarming moments of the show. Also, like, like, how he treats her like an equal. Yeah. Which is great. He treats his party so well. Well, they, they have a fun dynamic, because they're basically equals yeah. at this point. Yeah. He treats Philo more like a daughter. Yeah. But uh, he, teach, daughter. he treats Raftalia like his equal. Yeah. Because she's his sword and he's the shield, basically. Yeah. So, it's a it's a cool show. And, like, I think how they made make the shield be used in the ways that they, like, kind of work around that, like, he can't use weapons is interesting. I like the gamey. I like how it's it's based off a game, but it doesn't have that gamey feel to it. Yeah, like, it's, it has game elements, but it's not, like, game. Like, I'll you say, know, we, we're, we're watching another series for a future iteration of this series, and it's a very much more apparent that one is a game than yeah. this show is. Which is funny, though, because, like, at points in this show, like, it has, like, the menu screens and stuff, and the other show we're watching doesn't really have that. Yeah. But so. it's, like, other than that, that's, like, the only reason why I even realized this is a game, like, yeah. thing. Because they make all these references. But... I really liked it. What did you think? I enjoyed it. You, you get hooked. Like, it's one yeah. of those ones that hooks you the second you start watching it. Yeah. Uh, the animation's great. The story's fun. Yeah. It is a lot newer animation, compared to, especially compared to Ozamanga Daya, where it only came out not that long ago. Yeah, it's relatively new, especially considering the second season just finished. Yeah. So, it's a much newer show, but honestly, I think both can be appreciated. Like, both, I'd watch again. Like, I'd yeah. watch again. Um, I will say though, I can, Rising of the Shield is definitely a more easy show to watch. You got to be in the right mindset to watch an Azamanga Yeah, Dio, no, because yeah. that show is very—it's for when you just want to watch something stupid, stupid and turn your brain off for a bit. Yeah, um, this show you got to pay attention. Yeah, this show's a bit more. There's so much information being thrown at you in plot, like you got to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of blink it or miss it moments yeah. in the show that you really don't. And notice even right then, away. every time I've watched it, I've noticed things that I've missed. Like, notice little plot things. Because even when we were watching it, this is, like, the third time I've watched it. Um, and I noticed things I didn't notice the first couple times. So, it's definitely one of those shows you can rewatch mm. again and find some new things about it. Yeah, I definitely recommend both. Um, 
Shield Hero is definitely probably the easier one to get into, I'll say. I mean, it's it's on the funny app, so there's that. Yes. It's probably going to eventually be on Crunchyroll whenever they merge, just finally Funny mer- Roll? Fun, no, Funny Crunch. Funny Crunch. What did I call it yesterday? Crunchy so, Fun. Crunchy, crunchy Fun. Crunchy, no, it was like Funny Crunchy Mation Roll. <laughs> or is it That's just too Crunchy much. Fun Munchy? You're trying too hard now. <laughs> no, I like it at all! <laughs> I still like crunchy fun, personally. But. Maybe they'll call it something stupid like uh, CRF. Crunchy Real Funimation. Or FCR. Funny Crunch. Roll. No. But, alright. So, but anyways. Actually, where is that? Because I wanted to eat that. Alright, but anyways, anyways guys, once again, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Gaming and Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast. We are made on Anchor Podcast, and you can follow us on all social media platforms, um, on Twitter, Instagram, Good Pods. Uh, the episodes are going to eventually come out on YouTube. That's a bit on hold at the moment just because of life. Um, but anyways, guys, once again, we will see you all next time.